Hello and welcome back. This is the Voice of Jesus Ministries. My name is Rick. We are doing an ongoing series called The Promise from Jesus. And I hope up to this point you've been enjoying it, whether you're listening to it on a podcast or uh, through the video on YouTube. Before we get started, you can contact us at thepromisefromjesus at gmail.com with any questions, thoughts, concerns, or advice, or anything you'd like to do. It's there for you. It's, it's completely confidential unless you want something to be shared. And we might do that in a question and answer or in a short video. Like I said, I'm so glad that you've come back. And today, we're going to continue in this series, uh, starting in chapter 3 of the Gospel of John. Great chapter, a lot to be said. Depending on the version of the Bible that you use, there may be some different words here. I use the interlinear, which renders words as they were meant to be rendered at the time they were used. Now, some translators translate uh, based upon their own thoughts of what the word should be. And so you'll see different words in different translations. But you use the one that you love because that's all that's important. At the end of the day, the promise, the Holy Spirit does all the teaching, does all the guiding, and directs you into the understanding that he wants you to have. And that is what the promise is about. So let's get started. Chapter 3, The Teachings of Jesus. Now there was a man of the Pharisee. His name was Nicodemus, a ruler of the Judeans. The same came to Jesus at night and said to him, Master, we know that you have come from God, a teacher, for no one can do these miracles that you do unless God be with him. So I think Nicodemus was, was actually talking to Jesus as though he might be a prophet, that he might be uh, 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 one of the, um, like the old prophets they have known in the Old Testament, you know, unmerited favor to this man named Jesus, and God is with him. He didn't see Jesus as being the Messiah, the Savior of the world. He didn't see him as being God. God in the flesh. He didn't see him as being the son of God, just as a person that could do these miracles because God was with him. And it's really interesting. And Jesus responds to this, okay, because, you know, Nicodemus is a teacher himself. You know, they referred to him as a ruler of the Judeans, but he was a Pharisee. And you'll see Jesus addresses that a little bit later. But here's what Jesus says to him after he says this. He says, truly, so let it be said to you, unless a person is born from above, he is not able to know the kingdom of God. Okay, this is kind of like really intense for us, the children of God. Because Jesus' response to Nicodemus was, unless you've been born from above, Let's, let's drill down on that, okay? Born from above. I'm not sure how you would, if someone asked you, what does that mean to be born from above? How would you respond to that? Send in to uh, uh, the voice or the promise 
of Jesus, from Jesus and send that into us. So I'd like to hear your, your actual response to that question. How would you respond if someone said, uh, what does that mean to be born from above? And I'm going to share what I have been taught, okay? And that is this. To be born from above means that you are already a child of God, okay? And when you were born into this world that we call earth, you were breathed into an earthen vessel and you became a living soul with a spirit inside of you that is from the kingdom of heaven. Now, you might say, wait a second, what, wait, what? Well, this kind of parallels a teaching that is taught also in the word of God about uh, being predestined and that we have been chosen before the foundations of the world to become or to be the children of God. Okay, we have been pre-called, set aside for a service here on planet Earth. So you might be saying then, well, wait a second. I thought we have to make a choice to, you know, come to Jesus and to accept Jesus into our heart and, and to make him our Lord and Savior. Well, let me say this about that, okay? Since you have been born from above, okay, you are put into an earthen vessel and now you are living a life with a, a tremendous gift that our Father has given you. That gift is called free will, free choice. Now the difference between living on planet Earth and living in heaven is this. On planet Earth, when you are in your earthen vessel, you are constrained, you are held to only a specific manner of life okay, in which you can use your free will. Because when you're in heaven, you still have free will. You have free choice. The same free will that you have here to choose to whether to follow Jesus, to, to learn his teachings, to prepare yourself to go home, you have that same free will in heaven. And you say, no, wait a second. How do you know this, Rick? Well, I'm going to share with you how I know this. You know, there was an angel, a messenger in heaven. His name was Lucifer. And he used his free will by gathering together a host in heaven. And then he goes to Father and he says to Father, paraphrasing here, okay, because I want to get a thought across here. He's, he went to Father and he said, Father, I, I believe I can do a better job than you. I believe that um, I can lead this group better than you can, and I think we can do a better job. And that was his free will, free choice to go before Father and to make that statement. And of course, you know what the result was. He was bound and cast down because it was a direct disobedient uh, and I dare say that is a classical form of blasphemy okay now with that being said free will free choice in heaven just one example of it 
And now we, we here on earth, we are, we are breathed into earthen vessels, right? Our Father, you know how it says in the book of Genesis that he took the dust of the earth and he formed a man and he breathed into him a living spirit. That came directly from God. That came directly from our Father. He breathed. And he's breathing in his spirit, which is us. He breathed us into these earthen vessels. Now here, here's the situation. With your free choice on planet Earth, in your earthen vessel, you can still do whatever you want here. And you can see, if you look around today, how many people are doing that. Tremendous amount of people are doing it. They choose to do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do it, and however they want to do it, with no concern or thought for consequences let alone what eternal consequences could be as a result of their behavior, actions, choices, decisions, all based upon free will. So you have that same free will here, okay? So when Jesus turned to Nicodemus and said to him, truly, so let it be said to you, unless a person is born from above, he is not able to know the kingdom of God. Now, what does that mean? If we are born from above and we have been breathed into this earthen vessels and we have been given free choice here and we are immediately caught up in this world, okay, right? I mean, the moment you are born, you are caught up in this world. What happens well, let me say this. Do any of you know anybody that is a, is a child of God today serving with all of their heart? You know for a fact, you know for a fact that they love Jesus and they are serving Jesus and they are preparing themselves to go home. There's no question about it. However, at some earlier point in their life, they were living outside the will of God. They were living as a worldly heathen. They were living as a person, a person who is just under the bondages of this world sin and iniquities. Sure, we all do. We all do. See, that's the transformation. You know, everyone has this, this gift in them of free choice and free will. And what you do with it... You know, sometimes it's not even your own choice, and I'll tell you why it's not your own choice. Because this world has a tremendous draw upon human beings. This world will draw you away and, and entice you for things like wealth and possessions and uh, identity and accomplishments Oh my goodness, we just want to, you know, strut our stuff. Who has the biggest house? Who drives the nicest car? How much is your bank account? Etc., etc., etc. This world is full of crazy competitions that just entice people away, away from their life, their true life. So, if you have been born from above, breathed into an earthen vessel, you can get caught up into this world just like anyone who never, ever, ever 
new Jesus. Now there's a flip coin to this. Just take the coin and look at the other side for a second. Are there people living on planet Earth that are not born from above? Are there people living here that are just, hey, they just don't have the breath of life in them. They don't have the Spirit of God in them. Of course there are. Of course there are. I mean, have you ever passed by someone on the street and they've looked at you and you saw nothing but darkness and evil just radiating from that person and it just sends a chill down your back? Well, you wonder about that, don't you? I do. I wonder about it. But one thing I do know, these people are not children of God. These people are only concerned about one thing, and that is this world and themselves and what they can accomplish. They have no remorse for any of their behaviors whatsoever. It says, though they, they are children of evil, and is that possible? Are we living on planet Earth where there are children that are filled with evil, evil spirit, and they have not been born from above? Well, I don't know the exact answer to that question. Only Father does. That's a fact. Because you'll see in just a moment, Jesus explained to Nicodemus when Je about this. There was he Jesus has a direct answer about this. Okay? But here's the situation. Jesus says, unless you've been born from above, you cannot know the kingdom of God. To know it and to see it are two different things. Some translations say you cannot see the kingdom of God. This particular rendering says you cannot know it. And to know the kingdom of God is to have an intimate understanding. Someone said this one time. They said, you know, when you have a family, that our families have inner circle holdings. We have a family, and in our family, we have family secrets. And no one outside our family circle ever knows about our family secrets because it's our family. And we have we keep this in our circle, okay? Well, the family of God is exactly the same way. You know, to understand the deep and incredible things of heaven, our Father, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is to be in the family circle. And not everyone is in the family circle. And to get into that family circle, you must be born from above. And now let's say, let's just say you are born from above and you have ended up in this world. You have been drawn away. You've been enticed away and you are doing things that you shouldn't do. Okay. And guess what? You may not even know it. Because, because you can get so caught up in the affairs of this world that you become absolutely blind. Blind to where you're going, what you're doing, and who you are. So, lesson number one, Evangelicalism 101. If you are a child of God, and you are currently experiencing the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in your life because of your connection with Jesus, 
our Father and the Holy Spirit. Your first purpose is to look for children of God that are enslaved in this world, in bondage, and help them get back to Jesus. That's evangelicalism 101, okay? I'm not talking about evil people who don't care about Jesus, and they'll tell you right off, I don't care about Jesus. Get away from me. No, I'm talking about people that have gotten themselves, because of free choice and free will, into a horrible mess. Okay? We are, are here for that. That's evangelicalism 101. We want to help those people because they're the ones that, that need to shake off the chains, shake off the bondages, and make their way back home just like the prodigal son. Now you say, you say, Rick, how is it possible? How do I know these people? I'm going to tell you how you know these people and how you know that they are not children of God. Because when you start talking to someone about Jesus, especially someone you suspect because the Holy Spirit has impressed you that this is a child of God, speak to them, whoever it might be, speak something to them about Jesus, about the Holy Spirit, about life ever after in heaven. You will see that uh, a child of God, no matter how in bondage that they are, they will listen. Now, here's the key. You have to be talking about the things of Jesus. Not the things about religion. Not the things about spirituality. No. You have to be talking about the things of Jesus and his teachings to them. Because Jesus said, If I be lifted up, if I be exalted before anybody, I will draw them to me. And it's through his word, in the beginning was the word. That powerful word is what you have to put out to that person that Jesus is, is moving on your heart because they're a child of God in bondage, in trouble, okay? And we are here to serve and this is this is the serve right here. Does he need us? No, because he can do it himself. Jesus said it. John 6, 44. No one comes to me unless Father who is above draws them and I will raise them up. But as long as you are here and you are preparing yourself to go home at any given time, the Holy Spirit can move upon your life and have you work in service to him. So this is what he says to Nicodemus. You want to talk about a rabbit trail? That was a huge one, wasn't it? Okay. He says to Nicodemus, Truly, so let it be said to you, unless a person is born from above, he is not able to know the kingdom of God. Nicodemus says to him, How could a person be born of his mother's womb now an old man. How can he be born? He cannot come into existence a second time. Jesus replies, truly, so let it be said to you. Unless a person is being produced by the water and the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter 
into the kingdom of God. Oh boy, this is this is even bigger. This is even bigger. Okay, Jesus replies to Nicodemus when Nicodemus says, "How can I get back? I'm old. I can't." get back into my mother and be born a second time and come into existence again that just doesn't make any sense how yeah human human but yet jesus is talking to nicodemus and why is he talking to him because nicodemus came to him nicodemus had been drawn to him nicodemus came to him whether it be at night or day it didn't make any difference he came to jesus and he wanted to have a conversation with Jesus. Something was drawing Nicodemus. And Nicodemus will become so tight with Jesus. He's a child of God, caught up in the Pharisees and the, and the Sadducees and the rulers and the teachings of all the religious stuff that's going on. And yet, he's being drawn. Watch this. Jesus said to him, truly, so, so let it be said to you, unless a person is being produced by the water and the Holy Spirit. What is it to be produced by the water? What is the, the water that Jesus was talking about? Is it the living water? Is it the water that flows from the throne of our Father that is full of truth and understanding from him? Is it the water that, it, that the, the written word of God in other places is referred to as the living water? That this is the, is the water that flows? We are produced by that living water that flows from the kingdom of heaven. It is, it is the written word. It is the word from the Holy Spirit. It is the word from our Father. It is Jesus moving upon our hearts. The living water that just flows in us. It is an amazing, amazing thing. And we will talk more about this. And then he says, and the Holy Spirit. Unless you are being produced by the Holy Spirit. And being produced by the Holy Spirit is, a, is just is what this is all about. When Jesus said, unless you are produced by the Holy Spirit, he was saying, unless you are, are being produced by the promise, what he had referred to, the promise from him. When he goes, he said, I will send the comforter and the comforter will take over for me. It's where he hands the baton over to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is now in control of planet Earth until Jesus comes back. This is what Jesus was talking about, that we are produced and we are, we are gifted and grown in the Holy Spirit. Now wait, he says you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. So, unless you are produced by the water, the living water, and the Holy Spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Now, I'm going to stop here for a second, and I want to say something about how religion teaches people your, your way into heaven. Religion teaches people that all you have to do is say a little prayer, and once you say this little prayer, boom, that's it, you're locked in, you're good to go, end of story. That's not what Jesus taught. Jesus never taught that. 
And I'm not, I, I, look, I'm not saying anything about that because you'll see in, in just a moment why. But what I want to say is this, is Jesus said to Nicodemus that unless you are produced by the water, the living water that flows from the throne of God and the Holy Spirit, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. It does not make a difference that you have been born from above. It does not. Why? Because you may not choose to allow the living water and the Holy Spirit to work in your life. Now this was intense and we've only covered five verses in chapter 3. And I'm going to stop right here because this, there's a lot to this. An awful lot to this. And we will pick it up in the next video or the next podcast as we go forward. I'm so very glad that you've joined us and you come back. You don't want to miss what's coming. I am pretty sure that this has been fairly revealing. And I'm pretty sure that it's a little bit different than what you're accustomed to. But it is your responsibility to search it out. And you, how do you search it out? No, you don't become a bookworm and go start digging through books and looking for the... Search it out by plugging into the Holy Spirit. That's right. Get on your knees. Call out to Jesus and ask the Holy Spirit to guide and direct you into all truth and understanding. That is the gift from our Father. So again, thank you for joining us. Look forward to seeing you in the next video. You won't want to miss it. you you got to come back. And until then, Jesus loves you so very much. Take care and God bless. Bye-bye.